rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1146. There's no replacement for displacement. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up, and I'm kind of cooled down. You'll understand why, and very excited to introduce today's special guest, Michael Marcangelo. Michael, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am, and I'm really excited to be here and a chance to talk with you and some of your listeners uh, about what's going on with uh, Prestone and uh, all the new exciting stuff that's going on in the car industry. I am, too. Michael Marcangelo is the marketing manager at Prestone Products Corporation. Of course, Prestone is the number one brand consumer choice for antifreeze and coolant, brake fluid, and power steering fluid in North America. Thus, my comment about staying a little cool today. I'm a user of Prestone products, have been my entire life. They offer a wide range of vehicle maintenance products and have been protecting our vehicles since 1927. Michael's responsible for driving growth across select retail and traditional channels. His lengthy experience in marketing brings a wealth of knowledge in strategy building, plan development, and implementation, as well as advertising support. So, Michael, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your career, your position there at Prestone, and your obvious passion for taking care of automobiles? All right. Well, thank you, Mark. So, yeah, you did a really great job of sort of summing up all my responsibilities here at Prestone. Try and sort of simplify what I do. Um, I'm the marketing manager that handles everything related to antifreeze. So that goes from pricing and promotions and brand building about the antifreeze business and, and the Prestone brand to customers like large warehouse distributors, um, oil distributors, and then even people like Napa. So if you're going into your local Napa and you're buying Prestone antifreeze or some type of antifreeze, you're probably going to deal on some level with a promotion or a program that kind of has run through my position in one way, shape, or form. Uh, That's a big responsibility for a brand that is as big as Prestone. And I got to meet your CEO a couple of years ago at SEMA. And spent a little time with him. He and I had some similar backgrounds with schooling and things, which I thought was pretty interesting. But we're going to learn a lot more about you. We're going to learn about Prestone. And also with, of course, SEMA coming up here very shortly. Uh, Your involvement with SEMA, obviously, is going to be huge. So as we continue on this journey of your life, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been... uh, instrumental in forming your success and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars yeah so michael take the wheel so i mean i guess since uh, i've always been a car guy through and through growing up around cars worked in the dealer industry for a while and then transitioned over to um, the corporate side of things you know as a car guy through and through i've always believed that there's no replacement for displacement so i'm sure as some of your some of your people out there love cars. They get it because I'm a I'm a horsepower guy. I, I love I love big engines. I love the fast cars, and I love what's going on currently in the industry with a lot of new technology. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's some really cool cars coming out. I mean, you look at say a company like Dodge and you know the the monster car that they're building there, or even the Mustang. And a lot of the manufacturers have high performance vehicles, and no doubt that plays into taking care of those cars, keeping them cool. 
no matter what the environment that they're in. Although I know my listeners are going, well, Mark, you're like an air cool guy. You've driven Porsches your whole life. But, uh, you know, the new ones, uh, they've got water running through their veins, so they need antifreeze as well and coolant. Well, let's talk about a pivotal moment in your life that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a moment, as you recall it, when you realized that you were indeed a bit of a car guy? So, I mean, I think uh, if I think back um, to when I first first got hooked into cars, you know, my father always worked in the garage. He was a bit of a tinker. You know, we loved cars just from day one. And I think at that time, which would soon be my first car, um, I was working on a 1977 Caprice Classic. So I'm of that era of the 80s, so the 70s and 80s. And uh, at that moment, you know, even some of your listeners are going to remember, like I, I remember asking for Christmas a Moroso chrome air cleaner. And uh, I wanted to put that, <laughs> I, I mean, I just thought that was the coolest thing. And I, and I wanted to put that on the car and dress up that engine. And unfortunately, it wasn't the big eight. It was more of that 305 or the smaller eight eight-cylinder eight engine, but yeah. I, I knew then at, at about age 12 when I asked for a car part for Christmas that, yeah, I was I was pretty well hooked on cars. Yeah, just a little bit. Now, that, that era car is a little bit of what we call the malaise era of cars. I think it was like 72 to 83 when uh, the government regulations were kind of making some cars small displacement, a little bit boring, not too exciting, but I love the fact that under the Christmas tree, there was some shiny chrome bits and parts and car parts in your house. That's pretty darn cool. I like it. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down, talk about a big challenge or even a big failure that you've faced along the way. These are wonderful learning opportunities. Maybe even want to tie in with your business life. I don't know. It's up to you, whatever you want to share. But tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your life and your career and uh, your business. So, I mean, I always realized I wanted to be in the car industry in, in one form or another. So early on, before I was with Prestone, I was with a company called Nissan Forklift. And what drew me to that company was its connection to Nissan, because I figured, well, that was my easy in. So, you know, I started out on the corporate side of things with Nissan and then transitioned over to Prestone. And just having the chance to work with Prestone, a huge brand in the industry, and then and then introducing the idea that um, as a brand we'd potentially build uh, a, a concept car or at least a project car, which uh, was unveiled last year at SEMA. I mean, it was just one of those things that was great. It, you know, I got the opportunity to try and sell the organization on the idea, and the entire marketing team, you know, built a case around how having a project car within that auto enthusiast market would build the brand and strengthen our position. So, I mean, that was a challenge that I think um, that I uh, I enjoyed and that the entire team here at Prestone worked very closely on and, and one that we ultimately succeeded at. Was that something, you know, when, you, when I think about a big, huge company like Prestone, I think of, okay, big bureaucracies, layers of things, hard to get things kind of moving through. I mean, was that the first time that your company had done something like that? Because I can only imagine bringing that to to some, let's say, higher ups, and they're going, you want to do what? I mean, did you face any of that? Or was it really embraced right off the, the bat? Or did you have to kind of sell the idea, if you will? 
you know, with our partnership with the Ring Brothers, um, there was a little bit of salesmanship in there. But I think the organization realized that we wanted something that would really establish the brand with that enthusiast market. I mean, we had been a household name for 90 years at that point, but um, we wanted to sort of get back to our roots and say, hey, here's a brand that really connects with that enthusiast market. So a lot of our leadership, you know, they were on board almost immediately. And the interesting thing or the challenge about it was, as a company, you know, we wanted to be different and set ourselves apart. So we worked with the Ring Brothers. And again, I guess probably the biggest resistance that we had was building the right car or choosing the right car. So at first, you know, everybody naturally gravitates toward the Mustangs and the Camaros. And I think the biggest part or the biggest task that we had was selling the organization on the fact that the marketing team wanted to to redo a 1972 AMX Javelin. I mean, it was one of those things where it's an AMX and it's a Javelin. It was a pretty, (laughs) you know, one of those cars that wasn't as well known for being the muscle car that it probably was in reality. So that's, that's where we kind of had to steer the organization into saying, Hey, this is something that's going to set us apart. And it really tied to a lot of the things that we did here at Prestone. So, I mean, being that it was an AMX Javelin and back when they were originally built with a lot of different components and a lot of different parts, we felt that the whole compatibility angle tied well with our brand. We wanted the best technology that we could put into a modern day hot rod. And then we wanted the, the, highest quality type build to represent the brand. So uh, so we naturally partnered with the Ring Brothers and it was just an exciting time. And, and it fit well with our plans and it fit well with the fact that we had been in the automotive industry for 90 years. And it was just a good fit all the way around. You know, Jim and Mike, they've been guests here on Cars. Yeah, the Ring Brothers. And I think it was really brilliant too. Another component to what you guys ended up going with, not only a unique car like that Javelin, but also the Ring Brothers they don't just do any normal restoration. Those guys get into doing some really cool, unique things. I mean, they go off on all these different tangents that people would never think would would be done. So I think all in all, and I saw that car, Seema, it, it was absolutely spectacular. So bravo to you and, and the whole Prestone team. And of course, Jim and Mike for what they, they created for you guys. It's really cool. I just came back from a car show this past weekend, the Ironstone Concord, and there was a bright lime green javelin at that show and i kind of thought back to that car you guys had in your booth and the uniqueness of those cars but i think they're kind of cool i mean they're different unique kind of some haunches to them if you will almost like some back hips on those things that kind of make the car look pretty special so nicely done we'll let you have and talk about kind of a big aha moment either for you or for prestone in the business uh, tell us the steps that you turn that aha moment into a success So, you know, one of the things, too, that as an organization and one of the things that's been changing a little bit in the industry when it comes to antifreeze, and I think a a lot of the people out there realize that antifreeze has gotten a little bit more confusing. There's a lot of different brands out there with uh, a lot of OE companies that are making antifreeze in various colors. So, I mean, one of the biggest things that we've encountered over the past year is the fact that we currently make an antifreeze that's an all-makes-all models with core guard built in to resist corrosion, but it's a yellow color. 
that will mix with almost every color that's out there. But we realize that consumers and people in the industry that are, are working on their cars want to put back in the exact color of what might have come in that car originally. Oh, so one yeah. of those things, you know, one of those things as a, as a company we said was, hey, we have to meet the needs of, of the auto enthusiasts and, as well as the people that are just driving their cars back and forth to work. And we came to the realization that one formulation, one color wasn't doing it. So, I mean, this year, what we're going to be unveiling at SEMA, and we've already unveiled it in some of the recent, uh, some of the retailers out there, is um, new formulations with new colors that match what's in the industry right now that oh, um, okay. is a factory fill from, from some of the OEs that are out there. So, I mean, that's going to be that big aha moment from a corporate point of view was, hey, let's get something out there that people really want, and it matches. So, I mean, you go yeah. to the store you can buy the exact color and pour it right into your reservoir and not have any concerns that you're changing the color or anything like that. Ah, brilliant. I think that's very, very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car and maybe a memory you have about that vehicle, something that stood out in your life way back. You know, I always think back to that 77 Caprice as being really my first car. You know, so, I mean, I was fixing it up at age 12, and I was driving it to high school uh, when I turned 16. And it was one of those things was it was a rear-wheel drive. It was a two-door giant boat of a car. And, yeah, they're uh, and big, I, aren't they? <laughs> oh, they, they were big. They were big. And I lived in Chicago my entire life and still do to this day. So driving that car to school on those fresh days when it had just snowed, I think I spent more time going sideways down the street than I did actually going straight. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it was one of those things where that that was a special car for me, and then to this day it's probably not the most exciting car, but you know I still have my uh, a GMC Yukon that uh-huh. I met my wife in, and that I brought my son home from the hospital in. So that's a nice. that's a special car, and it's semi retired, so it sits in my garage under cover and. Uh, it's one of those cars where, hey, if I got to run to Home Depot or or a home improvement store, I can uh, I uncover it, and drag it out, and it still looks as good as the day it was when I bought it. So there you go, well, seventy seven Caprice Classic and a two door that made you kind of cool. You know, you didn't have the granny car, the four door, but the two door was kind of cool. But those are kind of muscly looking, even though, like I said, they were kind of in that malaise era of cars. Uh, it's uh, unique. I'm part of a Facebook group that's a malaise. Cars Facebook book group and it, those guys crack me up. They're so funny. Some of the stuff they're posting, they're just really into those seventy two to eighty two, eighty three cars uh, and what made them so unique. And in many cases, kind of blasé and boring, but in other cases, uh, like I say, very unique. That car had a lot of metal on it, a lot of hood, a lot of chrome. Perfect, perfect. I love it. I like the fact you're going sideways more than you're going straight too. So that's pretty neat. Uh, it had that giant trunk. So, I mean, you could get you could <laughs> yeah. you could get a ton of stuff into that car. But it was uh, yeah. And the only thing I think that made me cool in high school was the fact that at least it was a two door. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the coupe is definitely better than the four door. My first car was a '67 Chevy Nova four door. Ugh, I hated that thing. But at least it was a car. It could get me to the beach. But uh, I couldn't wait to get rid of it and get a two door uh, sports car. So. How about Sellers Remorse? Is there a car that you've owned in your life that you wish you had back? You know, any, I don't like to get rid of cars. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, if I could keep them all, I would. I had, um, being a product of that, those 80s, 80s and 90s, I had a Chevrolet Beretta GT. Yeah, I remember it was those. A, again, 
Yeah, it was another little car, but the interesting thing about it was it had it had the GTU wheels. So it was a GT, but it was a GTU, and they only made about 2,000 of them, and it was white. And, of course, it had the teal pinstripe, because I think that was all the rage in the 90s. <laughs> and um, it was a cool little car, got great gas mileage, and it was fast, because it had the big... It had the big six-cylinder in it, and I sold it to buy my uh, my Yukon, and I kind of regret selling it because I wish, you know, they had only made about 2,000 of that model and that configuration with the alloy wheels, and I mm-hmm. wish I just had held on to it. It was one of those yeah. things where uh, I still wish I had it. <laughs> Well, that, that car had a, that was a V6 in that car. Is that right? Yeah. I think they were running the 3.1 liter, same as they yeah. did on the, uh, the Luminas. Yep. Or, and maybe the Lumina had the 3.4, but yeah, in that, in that same range, it was a small little light car, zero to 60 yeah. in about five seconds. So it was quick. Well, they swapped a lot of parts GM did back and forth between their vehicles, but yeah, it was a real different kind of looking car and you're right, lightweight and had a, enough power to it. So very cool. Well, I'd love for you to share with our listeners what has you excited with Prestone today. For most of us, when we think about Prestone, we think of antifreeze, coolants. I mean, that's the thing that comes to mind, the big yellow jug. I mean, it's just been an iconic thing in garages across the country and the world forever and ever. But what has you guys excited? If there's anything new you can share with us, you touched on the new color aspect of what you're doing for people. But what has you excited and fired up these days in your business? You know, I mean, a lot of things that we're branching out to go beyond antifreeze right now. So, I mean, we have a focus on performance chemicals. So, for us, that's going to be all the different brake fluids. It's going to be, you know, both DOT3 and DOT4 brake fluids. We offer a variety of, of different power steering. So we offer Asian, European, and American power steering fluids, as well as just the regular power steering fluid. And then we have power steering with uh, stop leak. So we're really trying to branch out to be more than just antifreeze. As a company, we want to be sort of that underhood solution for all your or all your formulations. So we basically are trying to do everything besides oil. And And I think as a company, we're trying to make antifreeze cool again, no pun intended. So it's it's (laughs) one of those things where, hey, you know, Prestone is the the brand of choice, whether it's power steering fluid or antifreeze, you know, we're going to want to be your one-stop shop. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for most of us consumers, when you think of a brand like that, you just think of one thing. And I would imagine that's one of your challenges is to let those of us out there know in the car world that, hey, we're more than this one thing, power steering fluids, uh, brake fluids. I would imagine that's probably one of the biggest challenges is just saying, hey, there's more here. But I know from your website, you have a lot of cool things on there about the history of the company, because I mean, this is a company that's been around since 1927. I mean, it's forever. It's just you guys have been around forever. It's incredible. And, and, you know, one of the things, too, that we've, we've realized that we need to, uh, to expand on is, I mean, here today we're talking about a lot of cars and car products and, and automotive antifreezes. But one of the other things, too, that not a lot of people realize is we have a whole, a whole other brand that's specific to antifreeze and heavy-duty trucks. And that's going to be trucks that are from Class 1 all the way up to Class 8. So if you have, you know, that Class 5 diesel engine truck, we have a Prestone antifreeze, and that's branded under the name Command. And we have three different formulations for that. We're really branching out to be more than just an automotive antifreeze. We're going to be the antifreeze solution for whatever vehicle you own. Very cool. Well, I'll remind our listeners, I'll put a link to Prestone. They're real easy to find online, but check out what they're doing these days. 
I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at all the different things that they can offer you to help service and care for your vehicles. Well, Michael, if you woke up tomorrow morning and you were in the garage and you were a vehicle, a car, a truck, or motorcycle, whatever, what would you be and why? So this is kind of a tough one because I have two favorite vehicles out there that are just really iconic. So if we go all the way back, I've been a big history buff and I love the Tucker Torpedo. So I love the Crestone Tucker. I mean, I think it's just a a sort of a mysterious car. You know, I've done a ton of reading on it. You know, I've been a big fan of the automobile. I've never actually gotten a chance yet to ride in one, but, you know, I think that's going to be on my bucket list at some point in time. So. If I were to be that car, maybe I'd want to be that car just to sort of understand the mystery behind it. The other car that that I absolutely love, and it's certainly gotten a resurgence in the last couple weeks, has been uh, the 1979 through 1984 Ferrari 308. So, again, I'm probably not the fastest guy in the world, but I love that car, the design of that car, the, the, the lure of that car, the fact that it was on television growing up as a kid. I love that car. Well, you picked probably the least expensive Ferrari to buy, which is kind of nice because uh, they made so many of those. And, of course, yeah, Magnum PI, the new series has just started up here, uh, makes it kind of fun. I, too, watched all those old Magnum PIs, mainly just for the car. <laughs> like, I want to show show more of the car. That's all I'm really interested in, but uh, very cool. But, you know, you mentioned the Tucker. When I was on the lawn at Pebble Beach this past summer, the first time they ever had Tuckers on the lawn, which really surprised me because I thought, Wait a minute, I've been coming here for 30 years, I've never seen a Tucker on the lawn at Pebble? I, it shocked me, but they had a whole bunch of them. And of course, Sean Tucker's been a guest on my show here. You should go back and listen to his show. His grandfather was Preston Tucker, and that was a pretty cool story. And the torpedo that was never built, well, the past cars, yeah, I guess, Rob Ida is building a torpedo. It's been a huge project to build the original torpedo as it was designed. They had to go back and do all this research. He's worked with uh, family members of the Tucker and so forth. So uh, I guess, uh, yeah, there's going to be a torpedo on the road. Uh, Most people don't know that the original Tucker 47 was supposed to be, or 48, I may have that wrong, was supposed to be called a torpedo, but they changed the name. And then that other car that was designed but never built was the torpedo. So uh, I'll have to make sure I send you pictures. Or you can find Rob Ida on Facebook and follow along the build because he's always posting pictures, but it's going to be fantastic. Very, very cool. Well, Michael, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. 
They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Michael, we are back, and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Never slow down. Yeah, never slow down. And I thought for sure you're going to say make sure your antifreeze is is up to date. But uh, I think never slow down sounds like a little more fun. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes over the years? You know, a strong work ethic um, and a dedication to always uh, striving to do your best work. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners that you found really useful? Well, one of the things, too, that if you're working on your car or looking to try and change your antifreeze, I would certainly go to Prestone.com or check out Prestone's YouTube channel. So I think it's a, it's a resource that's underutilized, especially when you're trying to figure out how to change your brake fluid or your power steering fluid, which are fluids that are sometimes overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's great what you guys have done on YouTube. And I tell you, YouTube is one of those invaluable things that you can take on your phone out to the garage. You can watch the thing right where you're sitting there. Oh, okay, this is how I do it. Even if you're uh, not mechanically inclined, you can learn how to do this stuff. And even if you are, you can learn a lot of cool tips and tricks that the experts have that you may not have thought of. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Hmm. You know, I've always been a big fan of within the automotive industry. That's a tough one. Um, How about if I could bring Preston Tucker to a table with you and you could talk to him about that mystique? about his car. Would that be cool? I think you're right on. I would have to say Preston Tucker, just to try and understand what what the overall objective was, you know, and if if the car was really as much as everybody says it was, you know, I mean, he had the technology behind it. Um, So yeah, that would be, that would be a great opportunity. Now here's a really interesting table scenario. What if I got Preston Tucker to sit down with you and Elon Musk, two pioneers in the automotive industry to sit and talk about the differences in what they're doing. Now, that would be an interesting evening, don't you think? Oh, definitely. I Yeah, for sure. Especially since the car that has been the, I think, the, the vehicle of the age right now is the Tesla. That would be an evening to remember. Yeah, no doubt. How about a book? Is there a book you've read, Michael, that you think our listeners would enjoy and learn from? 
I'm a history buff, so I do like to look back at, at the history of the automotive industry. The book that I've been reading lately that has been of extreme interest to me is any of the series of books done by Tom Cotter. But the, the book that kind of resonates has been The Hemi in the Barn, because I'm kind of a history buff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Tom's been a guest here on the show. Yeah, he's written some really, really cool books. They all sit on my library shelf. And for those listeners out there that missed my talk with Tom, just go back to the Cars yeah website and you can listen to that. And I think, Michael, you'd enjoy my talk with Tom as well. I've gotten to know him over the years. Uh, amazing guy. He's always out on the road looking for cool things, trying to find cool things. He travels a lot with Michael Island Ross, who's another guest who's been on Cars Yeah, a great photographer. They've created some wonderful books and calendars and even some video shows uh, about their adventures together. So definitely those are worth uh, worth getting on your shelf. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources on Michael's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Michael Marcangelo, M-A-R-C-A-N-G-E-L-O is the spelling of his last name, and that page will pop right up. All right, Michael, we're up to the checkered flag. This is a fun one. I call it a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, but there's a couple rules to this game. You can only have this one car in your garage as a collector car. You can keep your daily driver. I don't care about that. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, and you have to drive it. No garage queens here. So what can I buy you? It would have to be the 1984 fuel-injected Ferrari 308. Okay, a Ferrari. Nice. Well, at least you didn't say a Ferrari GTO to break the bank. Um, those Those are a little pricey, especially after... That one was just sold this past summer for about 48 million bucks uh, at the RM Sotheby's auction. But uh, the 308 Ferrari, yeah, it's kind of just plastic, especially from that era. A wonderful car, great car to drive. Not super powerful, but you know what? You don't really have to be in a car like that. I think you're just going to look darn cool. So I'll get to work. And do you have a preference on color? Are you going to stick with Ferrari red or do you want something different? Oh, it's going to have to be a Ferrari red car with the tan interior because, again, it's one of those cars that you can leave parked in your garage and you're sure you want to drive it, but even just to go out and look at it, it it's uh, it's something to just uh, to just look at because of, of how beautiful the car is. Absolutely. And, of course, you've got the right products there at Prestone to take care of that Ferrari. So I know it's going to be in good hands. Well, Michael, you've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey. With me and the Cars Yeah audience, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset with the Magnum PI soundtrack blasting from your very own 308 Ferrari? I would have to probably say, no matter what you do, make sure it's something that you love and work hard at it. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Prestone? Uh, you can certainly find all the information about Prestone at Prestone.com. And then if you request additional information, it'll certainly come to the marketing department and the marketing team here. Uh, it'll either be funneled through me or uh, or one of many other people here uh, at the company that, that are always working hard to try and support the automotive industry. Absolutely. Well, again, listeners, you can find all these links on Michael's Cars Yeah show notes page. Go to CarsYeah.com, type in Michael, Mark Angelo, and that page will pop right up. Go to Prestone.com. Check out what they've got going. If you're lucky enough to be at SEMA, like Michael and I will be, make sure you stop by the Prestone booth and talk to them about their products. I think you're going to be very pleasantly surprised, especially with some of the new things that they're coming out with. Michael, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. It's been great talking with you. You're welcome. 
You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.